Hello and welcome back to Refocused. My name is Lindsay Gensel and it is Thursday, April 13th. In episode 75, I told you guys two things. One, that the second episode on sleep was going to be here, ready for you to listen to today. I also told you, or I rather asked you, to share some of your thoughts and experiences with us on sleep, your relationship with it, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And I especially wanted to hear from people who have somehow figured out this whole sleep hygiene thing. Essentially, I want you to teach me your ways. But because of life, in case you've missed it, my life is a little messy right now. The last three months have been spent in a lot of doctor's offices and getting a lot of tests done. And the good news is we now know what is making me sick and we are able to treat it. The bad news is I am always in some sort of constant pain and have been since mid-January and it's exhausting. And I've been pushing myself and my team to keep up at the pace we were going at before I got pricked by a cactus and my whole life was legit turned upside down. The thing is, dealing with an autoimmune disease, especially getting the diagnosis, straight up feels like a full-time job on its own. So to get to the point, the second episode, which will dive more into sleep and ADHD, it's going to be right here for you on Monday, April 17th. Not today, Thursday, April 13th. The good news is that gives you more time to send in your voice memos. I really want to hear from you guys, and right now my inbox is crickets. And it would be so cool if after hearing this, you just flood it with voice messages. I also don't want to rush to put together an episode because of a deadline I made when I was trying to prove to myself that I can do all of the things, even with all of the things happening around me, which is something I have always struggled with, moving the finish line for myself. And the great news is I'm finally coming around to the fact that not only having this diagnosis, but legit being in the middle of treatment as we speak, it gives me a little bit of leeway to say, yeah, that's not possible. And not worry that someone is going to think I'm lazy or weak or irresponsible. I just have a lot on my plate right now. And I'll be frank, I don't want to create rushed, stressed out work. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to my team. And it is definitely not fair to you guys. But I also wanted to make sure I communicated this with you, that the second part of our sleep conversation isn't going to be ready until Monday, even if there was one person who was like, hey, that second episode on sleep comes out on April 13th. I wanted to make sure that I reached that one person, and the easiest way to do that was to come right here and put myself into your streaming app again. And coming here, reaching out to you in the most direct way I know how, gives me the opportunity to give one more push for you guys to share your sleep thoughts, stories, observations, and hygiene tips with us. So as I mentioned, the second half of our conversation on sleep will be sitting right here for you bright and early Monday morning. If you haven't already, I highly recommend going back and listening to episode 75, ADHD, The Science of Sleep and Why We Need It. My team put in a lot of work on this episode, and I'm so proud of it. In the radio news world, which I come from, we call it a cut and copy. We took three separate conversations, the webinar I hosted with Dr. Stephen Lang, plus a follow-up interview with him, and then my interview with Dr. Sanford Auerbach and built the story around them and their expertise. And it was a very time-consuming task. (laughs) I should share a photo of the episode's multi-track. I think I may have hit double digits for tracks, which is insane. But I want every episode to be the best. And we put in the work to make last Monday's episode on sleep the best it could be. And I hope that that has come through to you guys. But back to the task at hand. You, 
yes, you, likely sitting there with your phone in your hand already, just waiting to hit record on a voice memo. Send us your sleep stories. Inundate us with your sleep stories. It's super easy. Open up your voice memo app on your phone. For iPhone users, it's typically tucked away in your utilities folder. Android users, you're on your own. JK, JK, I'm just teasing. For Android users, you likely have a voice recorder app or something similar. And hey, if this is something you want to participate in and recording yourself on your phone is a little overwhelming for you, no problem. Send us an email and we'll figure it out. We want to hear from you. All you need to do is record yourself on your phone. If you make a mistake, don't start over. Just pick back up where you left off. It's the magic of editing and why we have producers. Start by telling us your name and where you live, and then share your sleep thoughts with us. One thing I've repeated from day one of this podcast is I want every single guest to listen back to themselves and be like, dang, I sound good. And that goes for you guys too. So don't stress about mistakes. We will work around all of that. So to recap, you open by telling us your name, where you live, and whatever you wanted to say about your experience with sleep and ADHD. Then you hit the share button, attach it to an email, and send it to hello at refocuspod.com. It's Thursday morning right now. I'm forcing John to go see the new Scream movie with me Friday night, so if you could get them to me by Saturday, I'm going to put a hard deadline in here because I've heard rumblings that that can help us. Let's say in our inbox by 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central on Saturday, that's 2 p.m. Mountain and 1 p.m. Pacific, meaning even if you wait until Saturday morning and even if you don't write it down, it'll likely pop into your head sometime before 4 p.m. Eastern. So the challenge at hand, share your sleep stories with us. How do you do that? Well, you record yourself on your phone. Press share and attach it in an email and send it to hello at refocuspod.com. Don't even feel like you need to write anything in the email body. Just attach that bad boy and get on with your day. I would love it if you would flood our inboxes. And then, of course, come back here Monday, April 17th to listen to episode 76, where we'll dive further into our conversation on ADHD and sleep. And in case you needed some inspiration, here's what I would send in. Figured if I can't deliver on an episode today, at least I can give you guys some laughs. My name is Lindsay Gensel, and I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I have sleptwalked my entire life. So to know that there is a connection with ADHD is very interesting to me. Some of the funniest stories we share as a family and for John and I actually involve sleepwalking. I'm going to share <laughs> share them. The first is actually when I was very, very young. I was probably two years old. We were staying at my grandparents' house in southern Minnesota in this big old farmhouse. And in the middle of the night, my grandmother woke up to these very strange noises. And, you know, keep in mind, it's a weekend with her children and her grandchildren there. She wakes up in the middle of the night and these strange, scary noises are coming from somewhere in the house. And so she gets up to investigate and she gets down to the main level and she's in the kitchen and she realizes that the sounds are coming from the basement. Now, in order for you to really appreciate this, you need to understand this basement was out of a horror movie. It was old concrete, very steep, old wooden steps that creaked when you walked down them. It was very tall ceilings, which was very strange for a basement. But keep in mind, it's this old, old farmhouse. And so it just felt so dark and cold down there. So she comes down these stairs. Now, of course, I don't remember any of this. It's just been told to me. She gets down to the basement and she can hear the noises and they are coming from inside a closet. 
Well, my sweet grandmother, Marcella, goes to open that closet door, the brave soul, and what does she find inside of it? Me. Sleeping and crying in the middle of this closet. Like, no idea how I got down there. I was on the second floor. So I got from the second floor to the basement by myself without falling or hurting myself, and I was just sitting in this closet asleep and crying. Of course, I don't remember any of it. I I hope it wasn't as traumatizing for her as I think it might have been because to me it sounds pretty dang traumatizing. And if it didn't continue, if my sleepwalking didn't continue, I'd probably be like, maybe we need to uh, you know, talk about an exorcism or something like that. But my sleepwalking has continued. And the other story that John loves to tell is when we were up at a friend's cabin a couple of summers ago, John and I were sharing a room. And it was one of those uh, bunk beds where the top is a twin and the bottom is like a full or a double or something like that. And so because I don't like to touch anyone while I sleep, I was like, I'll sleep on the top bunk. You can sleep on the bottom bunk. Well, that doesn't happen anymore because of what happened this night. I am no longer allowed to be in a top bunk because, you know, those railings that they put up to keep you in bed. Yeah, no, those do nothing for me because at about 3.30 in the morning, John woke up to my body flying through the air and hitting the ground with such force that the entire cabin shook. Like this old cabin just rocked as my body hit the ground. From my perspective, I remember like I came to as I was in the air and I can like visualize even now flying towards the wall and then just dropping and hitting with such force. I don't know how I pushed myself out of that bed with the force that I did, but I woke people up. I mean, that house shook to the point where multiple people the next morning were like, what happened? I mean, it felt like the house had been struck by lightning or like some giant thunder boom had come through. The good news for me is that I wasn't hurt. And the even better news is, is that I never have to sleep in a top bunk again. Remember to share your sleep stories with us. All you have to do is record yourself on your phone, send it to us in an email, hello at refocuspod.com. If that feels a little overwhelming, shoot us an email and we will get it figured out. We would just love to share your stories on Monday's episode.